Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Thursday, March the 3rd, the day after Ash Wednesday. I was just thinking about the day yesterday. What a great day it was as we began um, uh, Lent, um, this 40-day journey. Actually, it's 46 days with the Sundays, but we don't count the Sundays. So 40 days from Ash Wednesday to Palm uh, Sunday. and um, yeah, so uh, we're looking forward to uh, the journey, um, and uh, we're just talking a little bit about what we give up for Lent. Some of you may have given things up, or you know, some people add things. Like uh, we'll do do more of something, and uh, but I gave up bread, and I'm gonna tell you, last day at lunch, that was the biggest piece of bread I've ever seen in my life that was put on my plate. But I, but I, but you will be you will be glad to know your prayers are effective, and I resisted that bread. Because man will not live by bread alone, but by the cob salad that's right next to it. <laughs> oh, man. So when you go to a place that sells like sandwiches and salads, um, and you're not eating bread, looks like you're going to be doing a salad. <laughs> if they sell sandwiches and soups, then you're not doing bread. Well, it looks like you're going to be eating a salad. So and that's what I did. It was fine. It was good. So. Well, welcome, everybody. So glad to have each and every one of you on this morning, this Thursday morning. Um, we are uh, finishing up our uh, Ash Wednesday uh, readings, weeding, uh, weeding, <laughs> weekly readings. And so what we're doing today, according to our, uh, our reading plan, is we jump back over to Deuteronomy today. So we read from Deuteronomy, we read from Titus chapter 1, and then we read John chapter 1. So Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 6 through 11. Welcome, everybody. Hope you guys are doing good. Hope your, uh, ad, your uh, Lent is off to a good start uh, as we uh, journey towards the Lord. Remember, it's, uh, it's about um, preparing the way of the Lord. Preparing the way of the Lord. Um, just like John the Baptist's ministry was preparing the way of the Lord for Jesus, uh, in a sense, uh, in a sense, Lent is preparing the way of our hearts uh, for Easter and all the celebrations of that. That's awesome. All right, you guys, let's let's jump into the readings today. See what the Lord has to say to us. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So let's see uh, what God has to say to us in starting in Deuteronomy chapter seven, verse seven, going down to verse eleven. The Lord did not set his affection on you and, cho and chose you because you were more numerous than other peoples, for you were the fewest of all peoples. But it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your ancestors, and he brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh and the king, or the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. 
Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is a faithful God, keep, keeping his commandments of love to a thousand generations to, of those who love him and keep his commandments. Wow. So it's a reminder right off the bat, like God chose us and God chose Israel, not because they were particularly awesome, but because God's awesome. <laughs> you know, in the uh in the in the um little re- ritual of, of ashes you uh it's a different different traditions have a little different version of, of what you say when you uh impose the ashes but uh, basically what is said is remember that you are from dust and to dust you will return repent and believe the gospel um it's and, and you put the ashes re- remember that you are from dust and from dust you will return Repent and believe the gospel. Uh, it's just a great reminder. It's like a somber reminder, right? Like you're dirt, dude. <laughs> like you're dust. Forget we forget. Like it's the it's this really powerful reminder of our mortality, of our vulnerability, that we are dust and we will return to the dust. But there's good news that we can believe the gospel and live forever. Uh, but all of that, remember that, and it kind of goes to this, right? Like remember that. Even God is speaking to Israel. He's like reminding them, like, it wasn't because you were ear dust. But God, out of his mercy and graciousness, saved you and called you. Know, therefore, that the Lord your God is God. He is faithful. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commands. <clears throat> Man, that's awesome. God is faithful. Maybe you're in a season right now, you're, you're, you're questioning that, you're doubting that. Maybe your circumstances uh, seem to be competing with that. We go through seasons like that, right? Where we, uh, we feel like, uh, you know, God, are you going to leave me here? Are you going to drop me here? Are you going to forget me? Have you, have you forgotten me? The two things. One is to remember that God is faithful. God is, the, 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 is faithful to, gener- to, a thousand, to 10,000 gener- to a thousand generations what it says, right? To a thousand generations, to those who love him and keep his commandments. He's faithful. Um, and also sometimes when I'm feeling like that, I just stop and think of all the ways actually God is being incredibly faithful to me. You know, even at our lowest points, if we just stop and look around, we can see that God is actually being incredibly faithful. Roof over my head, food in my belly, not, no bread though. <laughs> I mean, he offered it, <laughs> but but no, <laughs> no bread. Uh, but food, um, fellowship, a community, a faith. Man, my hat's crooked. I'm sorry. I just looking here at my the video. My like my hat's all crooked. I'm like, I'm like this. It's like what the what the what? So I'm like that ain't that ain't right. Let's, mm. There we go. That's better. Tight, you know, squirrel. Anyway, now it's now it's straight. I think it still looks funny. Look right there. Wait. There we go. That's better. That's more better. All right. Um, so anyway, verse 10. But those who hate him, he will repay and their fate to their sorry, let me that again. But to those who hate him, he will repay to their face by destruction. He will not be slow to repay to their face those who hate him. Therefore, take care to follow the commands, decrees, and laws I gave you today. Reminder, let's keep our let's keep the laws and decrees of the Lord. Let's keep our commitments to the Lord. 
You, you set a uh, you set a, a goal. You set a, a commitment to the Lord to fast. You submitted a, a, a commitment to the Lord to uh, add something to your life daily. Do it. Don't 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 struggle with it. Don't should I sh- do it? Don't even don't even. You made the commitment. Do it. We let ourselves get in these arguments with ourselves. You got to stop the argument. <laughs> should I should I? No, you already said it. No, stop. No, the decision's made. Move on. Sometimes that's the best way to win a battle with temptation. It's like, well, no, 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 no. I already decided this. The answer is no. Let's move on. Yeah, be the leader. Be the leader of yourself, right? Sometimes you got to be the leader of yourself. You know when that little internal board meeting starts going crazy, where this person inside, you know, it's like a board meeting on bad inside. You got this one arguing this, this one arguing this. Yeah, you should. No, you shouldn't. No, you should. No, you should. And pretty soon you just got to be the CEO of your own life and say, no, I already made this decision. We made a decision last week. Let's go. Who, who needs to be the CEO of their own life and just take, take charge? <laughs> take Be the CEO of your own life. Take charge. I made this commitment to the Lord. I'm going to do it. Period. That's it. All these other little board members can beck and you know, make their noises, but the decision made. I'm the CEO of my life, and this is what I'm going to do. Do what the Lord says. Yeah. All right, let's jump over to John. John chapter 1. Verses 29 through 34. You know, same thing with working out. Like, I'm going to go walk. I'm going to go for a walk today. I'm going to go for my job. I'm going to go to the gym. That's because I told myself, I said I was going to do it three days a week. And then you wake up and you're like, that little internal, the little board meeting starts fighting. Ah, you really don't need to do that. Go buy Starbucks instead. Go get you a Big Mac instead. Go get you a Egg McMuffin instead. Go get, wait, no. I'm the CEO of my life. I already made this decision. We made this decision last week. That's where I'm going. Yeah. It helps. It helps me. That's the mental games I play. <laughs> if nothing else, if nothing else, it lets you see the craziness going on inside of me. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? If nothing else. Uh, all right. John, John chapter 1, verses 29 and following. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him. He said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, a man who comes after me has surpassed me because he he was before me. I myself do not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Wow. John's saying, this is my, my whole ministry is about revealing to the world Jesus. Then, God, then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. And I myself uh, did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. Yeah, we kind of went out of order. We'll read Titus. We'll jump over to Titus. My bad. We usually read the epistle before we read the gospel, but we ran out, we went out, we, we went out of order. Um, but we'll, we'll pick Titus up. We won't leave Titus out. Um, continuing, um, verse 34, I have seen and testified that this is God's chosen one. Hey, we can testify to that. We can testify to that, can't we? That we, that Jesus is God's chosen one. Yeah. The Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. He's the Lamb of God that takes away your sins. 
and mine. Aren't you glad for that? He's the, uh, the perfect sacrificial lamb that takes away um, all of our sin. So let's jump over to Titus so we don't leave Titus out. Titus chapter 1. I went out of order. My bad. You know, Deuteronomy, then John. I just went right to John instead of, you know, usually we go here, then jump over, then jump back. And then I did, but I didn't do that. I went, you know, you know, first is Deuteronomy, and then in the order of the Bible, then John, and then Titus. So I went in that order, but that's not how we usually do it. We usually go Old Testament, jump over to an epistle, then jump back to a gospel. Hmm. Sometimes you just mess up. I mean, sometimes you just messed up, you know? It's the lack of bread. <laughs> It's the lack of bread. See, you got to give, you got to be patient with me, guys. You got to be patient with me because that is lack of bread. It's a lack of bread. It's my, my brain's having to rewire itself with minus the sands the bread. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Titus chapter one. Here we go. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle. I'm just checking to see if we read in the whole chapter. Yes, we are. The whole chapter, verse six, all the way through 16. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to further the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness. Hmm, there's a lot in there, guys. There's a lot in there. I just make you want to slow down a second. So Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, for the purpose of what? To further the faith of God's elect, to, so God's people, there to, to increase the... Uh, the knowledge of God's elect, the knowledge of the church, and increase the numbers in the church, right? Because more people be added to Christ, uh, and to increase their knowledge of the truth so that we would know the truth. Why do we read the Word? Why do we study the Word? Why do we make it a discipline to be in the Word? So that we know the truth, man, right? So that we know the truth. That And what, what, where does that go? That leads to godliness. At least it should, right? Like, like we don't just we don't just study for you know to to be able to answer a Bible quiz. We don't just study the Word of God just to be able to answer a true false test. It's not like when you get to heaven you're going to get a, be handed a true false test. Here, here's a true false test. You can't get in until you pass this test. <laughs> no, the knowledge should impact our behavior. Should impact our attitude. Should be at. It, even below that should impact our values, right? Um, thoughts form values, values form behaviors, and behaviors uh, form your life, patterns of life. So we want our thoughts to be based on truth so that our values will be based on truth, so our behaviors will be consistent with truth, so that our life will be a godly, truthful life. Amen? Yeah. So, um, so we want to know the Word of God. Verse 2, in the hope in the hope of eternal life, which God, who does not lie, mm, God don't lie, he promised before the beginning of time, and which now has, at this appointed season, he has brought to light through the preaching entrusted to me by the command of God our Savior. In the hope of the eternal God, which is, or eternal life, which is God, who does not lie. He promised it. He does not lie. God does not lie, man. To Titus, my true son, in whom... In, in, uh, uh, mm, to Titus, my true son, in our common faith, grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior. It's interesting. 
that he's used Savior so much in this this letter, isn't it? Uh, from the other writings of Paul, I don't know that he uses the word Savior as much. He's certainly in an opening. It's usually Jesus Christ, our Lord. But here he's he's really he's really zoning in, zeroing in on Savior. Maybe maybe that's a word for us today. Maybe it's a word for me today. For both of us. For all of us. You know, he's your Savior. He saved you. He is. He is saving you. Wow. Verse 5. The reason I left you in Crete was that you might put in order that which was left unfinished and appoint elders in every town as I directed you. An elder must be blameless, faithful to his wife, a man whose children believe and are not open to the charge of being wild and disobedient. Since an overseer manages God's household, he must be blameless. Not overbearing, not quick-tempered, not given to drunkenness, not violent, not pursuing dishonest gain. Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who is self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. He must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught, so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. Wow. Man, there's a lot of, there's a lot of qualifications there in leadership, right? You got to be able to manage your own household. You can't be, you know, you can't man, you can't be a part of managing God's household if you can't even manage your own household. Come on. Yeah. You know, you got to have you got to have godly leaders who are who are managing God's church, you know, the the uh the 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 the, the day-to-day functions of the body of Christ. You got to have people who who love Jesus and who can order their own household. Um, and they can't be self-controlled. They, I mean, I, they can't be self-controlled. Uh, they should be self-controlled. They can't be, um, they can't lack self-control, upright, disciplined. And they got to know the word of God. Did you catch that last part? It, they encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. So they got to be able to, those people who can, who hear something, like, whoa, 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 that's not consistent with the word of God. And they got to be able to encourage other people with the word of God. That's a good challenge for all of us, man. Why don't we grow in our walk with Jesus in, uh, during Lent so that we can be those who uh, can encourage others in the word, but also can refute those who oppose the word. They'll be like, no, 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 no. That's your opinion. That ain't the word of God. <laughs> that's your opinion. That's your opinion. That's your bias. That's not the word of God. That's your politics. That's not the word of God. There's a big difference, man. Yeah. Hospitable. There's another one too. You got to be hospitable. You got to like people. You got to be willing to let open your heart open open to the stranger. You can't be uh just all up in your own people. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you can't be all up in your own people. <laughs> I got no idea. I don't even know what that means. But you can't. You got you to care about other people. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes you just say things that don't even make no sense. You can't be all up in your own people. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is he? Is that English? <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, but I think you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> um. 
I don't speak I don't speak good English, but you understand it. So that's what makes us family. <laughs> that's what makes us family. Oh my goodness. All right, verse 10. <laughs> For there are many rebellious people full of meaningless talk. It's a truth. The word's speaking the truth right now. The word is speaking the truth right now. Look, watch this, verse 10. For there, for there are many rebellious people full of meaningless talk. Lord, that's a fact. So many rebellious people full of meaningless talk and deception, especially those of the circumcision group. You always, always leave it to the circumcision group. You, you want to find the trouble, go find yourself the circumcision group. Oh man, I don't even. But Paul is talking about those the, the the religious the legalism, the circumcision group were the legalists. They were still grumpy about it. They're still upset about it. <laughs> they were, <laughs> they um the circumcision group was the those who said that you know all everybody's got to do this and got to do that and you got they were the religious and legalist legalism legalistic. And Jesus and uh, Paul saying, look, there are many rebellious people full of meaningless talk and deception, especially among the legalistic bunch. Mm. Ain't that the truth? Preach it. Preach it, Paul. Verse 11. They must be silenced because they are disrupting the whole house, disrupting whole households by teaching these things. They ought not to teach. And that. For the sake of dishonest gain. So they're doing, they do, they're teaching the wrong stuff and they teach the wrong stuff for the wrong motives. For dishonest gain. Verse 12. One of Crete's own prophets has said, Cretans are always liars, <laughs> evil brutes, lazy gluttons. This saying is true. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, you know. Liars, evil brutes, lazy gluttons. And then Paul's like, this is true. I'm not even going to lie about that. It's true. Therefore, rebuke them sharply, saying these Cretans, some of these Cretans, they're, uh, they're, they're creating drama, especially the ones of the circumcision group. So rebuke them sharply so that they may be sound in the faith. You know, some people you got, you got to be careful here, but some people you got to rebuke sharply. Um, I had a guy one time come to the church. Yeah, every once in a while you get these people come to the church, and uh, you know he doesn't belong to any church. He doesn't belong to any church, but his 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 uh, his his role among the body of Christ was to go to different churches and basically correct them. You know, he was a watch. He was a he was a he was a, a watchman. That's what he was. That's what he, was. he made that up. That's what he made. That's what he did. But he made that. But he was a watchman, and so he's telling me all the things that you know we need to do at Bayside. And um, and I started asking him. I was like, "What church do you belong to?" Uh, I don't belong to church. Oh, really? So you have no spiritual authority over you? No, no. I just, I'm I'm a watchman. You're a watchman. What is that? Uh, I from the show me show me in the Bible where someone is called to be a watchman. And I can tell you this, but I told him before you even looked it up because it ain't in there. But I said before you even look it up, let me tell you this: you're not called to be that. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, even if even if that was a thing, which it isn't. It is not a thing to be a watch, watchman over all of God's church. That's Jesus. Uh, but even if there was something for that, you're not, you, you ain't called to be that because you, you show no form of accountability to anybody else. So sometimes you got to rebuke people sharply. Like, I was tired of being nice, y'all. I was tired of being nice. 
And he left. He ain't been back. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hopefully he'll uh, he'll wake up. He, he's not. That's that's a, that's the the height of arrogance. Arrogance to think that you're called to go around and correct all the churches. I told him we should repent. I'd be honest with you. That's what I told him. I said. I said. Yeah. I said. You're, I told him your part. Your problem is arrogance, man. I said. You. What you need to do is to is to repent of the arrogance in your own heart. I was like, God has not solely placed you over all the churches. Like, no, no. I said, there's nothing about our conversation today that suggests to me that God has placed you in an authority over all the churches. That's arrogance. So you might want to lean into humility. I'm not always like that, people. I'm not. I rarely am like that. I'm not like that. But there's occasions where you got to rebuke people sharply. It's like, no, we're not, I'm not going to entertain this. I'm not going to entertain this deal that you, you're over all the churches. And you go from church to church, chewing out the pastors and the leaders, telling them what they're not doing according to your preconceived idea of what the church should be. No, well, sit down. <laughs> sit down. Let me, mm -mm. You must be part of that circumcision group. Uh, anyway, verse 13. This saying is true, therefore rebuke them sharply so they will be sound in the faith and will, and, pay, and will pay no attention to Jewish myths or to merely human commands or those who reject the truth. To the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are corrupted and do not believe, nothing is pure. In fact, both their minds and consciousness are corrupted. They claim to know God, but their actions, but by their actions they deny him. Mm. And we don't want that to be true of us. We do not want our actions to suggest that we don't believe God. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing, doing anything good. That's those people. Man, when we go out today, let's, uh, let's make sure that we, uh, our actions affirm our belief in God. Amen? Amen. In fact, all the way through Lent, as we're going through this journey, you know, let our lives uh, affirm our faith and belief in a good and gracious and holy God. Amen? Amen. All right, you guys. Thank you guys for being on. You know what we do? We read, we pray. We change the world. So, hey, let's, let's, uh, let's talk to Jesus. Why don't we? Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for uh, guiding us and teaching us. Thank you that you are faithful to a thousand generations. Um, Lord, that even when we're, in, we're unfaithful, you are faithful. And God, we pray that today we might live in a way that would affirm the faithfulness of our God by the way we live faithful, by the way we live holy, by the way we are hospitable, by the way we exhibit self-control and kindness. May it speak volumes to the world that you are good and that you are gracious, and that you are faithful. Lord, I pray for my friends today, whatever needs they have, may you bless them and encourage them in a special way. May you, if they need physical touch, Lord, may you do that, whether it's financial, relational, emotional, whatever they need today, God. We just, uh, just lift them up and ask for you to touch them in a special, special way. Lord, you are good. You are worthy of all of our praise, and we pray that today we would live in a manner that is worthy of the good news. Because we, as we remembered from last night, it is from dust we came and it's from to dust we will return. But thanks be to God for the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Love to hear from you. So you can always give me some feedback at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. And uh, thanks for subscribing and sharing this and liking this and leaving a comment. If you listen to it, listen to it on Apple's uh, iTunes. Hey, leave a comment. Like 29, 30 of you guys have 
left left uh, some comments and feedback by now. Hey, thanks so much for doing that. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it. You guys have a great day. Have a great weekend. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.